difficult to get your head around demogorgon oh you know jack to demogorgon oh, yes demogorgon what's up hell what's yeah up? demogorgon uh i conf i seem to have confused demogorgon at the beginning which i didn't mean to do i just had to get it off my nips uh it's just something i had to do uh but we'll start with this first question here how are you doing today jack and mike no. we'll start with jack i'm doing great mike mikey p i'm yeah. doing fantastic just Made some tea. Um, honestly, it was a very easy morning. I, I did pretty much nothing. Yes. I made a lot of tea, coffee, and <laughs> some cereal, and that's it. That's where I am now. Dang. Is that is that a, a normal thing for you? I mean, do you it's, usually wake up at your own leisure? And yes, honestly, it's great. I've I've done a lot of changes in my life to allow me to like pretty much live on my own schedule, which is really nice. Yeah. So no bedtime. Okay. No no alarm in the morning. And I can have candy whenever I want. It's great. It's amazing. <laughs> do you, uh, are you, uh, what, where do you live in Colorado? Oh, I'm in Northern Colorado. Okay. I'm pretty much by the Rocky Mountains. I can, I can see them from my window. It's very nice. Oh, very I love the Rockies. Sudden change, but it's great. It's great. The Rockies are incredible. I love it. I have, um, I've been to Red Rocks for, uh, for concerts out, oh, out, nice. out near Denver and stuff. I've been to, Colorado a few times, just either passing through or doing stuff. It's uh, beautiful. It's nice. Oh, yeah. I love Colorado. It's awesome. It, and what's interesting about Colorado is, is like, you see, there's like a point where you're sort of just climbing up mountains, and then it's flat. It's like, Nebraska! Yeah, <laughs> hey! <yeah. laughs> Northern Colorado is, um, like, I think the highest altitude. Mm. So it's kind of funny, because, like, in Denver, I'm guessing, like, I don't know what the temperature, but it's like very, very cold right where I am mm. just because of the altitude difference. So it's always a severe weather change of just an hour away from Denver because of the altitude. Right. Yeah, it, it, it's weird. And also, I, I remember I remember like getting winded hiking out there because of the altitude. Um, like they have special gas. Do you guys still have special gas? Special. I know nothing. I just got here. I, oh, I just. I, just <laughs> I know where I live. I know where Denver is. That's pretty much it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, uh, we'll give you that. Where Where'd you move from? Um, Louisiana. Louisiana. What What part of Louisiana? Oh, uh, near Lake Charles. It's like um, kind of southwest Louisiana. Okay. How far away from N Nola is that? Um. So. That's about two hours away from three hours away from NOLA. I went to LSU, which was only oh. an hour away. Yeah, so I was in NOLA all the time. It was very nice. Did Mardi Gras. I'm gonna first Mardi Gras I miss. It's kind of gonna wow. suck, but it's okay. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> hey, I've never been to a Mardi Gras. I've never actually been to NOLA. I, I'd love to go. Uh, crazy. Robbie, what's going on, buddy? So happy you got Jack on the show. He is great. I think Robbie. it was Raina who rated him recently. Did Raina read? I don't know. Yes, yes, Raina, Raina Mystique. Hello, yeah. hello. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's right. I, I R&B queen. Oh, she kills <laughs> it. She kills it. I am lurking while shopping and doing chores. Robbie, thank you, my friend. I appreciate you being here. Uh, so wait, a second. Nola is. Uh, so did you play out a lot in New uh, in New Orleans and stuff like that? Um, I played a lot in Lake Charles in Baton okay. Rouge. 
Um, Ooh, New man. Orleans was kind of just for like visiting some. It's it's it gets a lot of hype, but it is disgusting. Yeah, and it's gross. And I feel like I can say that. You know, out of everyone that can Smart. kind of diss on New Orleans, I feel like I'm I, I'm able to. You know, <laughs> you I have the experience. Well, no, that's what I heard. I had friends who lived in in uh, like the Ninth Ward and stuff, and mm-hmm. they and they're white, and they definitely got guns pulled on them just for fun. Like somebody was just sportingly yeah, yeah. pulling a gun on them as they drove by. They just rolled down their window, put a, <laughs> point a gun at them, it's crazy. and just drove away. Like <laughs> I, one of the best memories I have of my own father was just walking with him down Bourbon Street. Yeah, it was like broad daylight. I was probably like you know twelve years old or something. But he, this guy came up to him and was like, hey, do you have any money? I, I'm struggling. And he, um, we were like, no, but we can buy you something. Yeah. And then he like showed, a, showed us that he had a knife. And he was like, I need money. Whoa. And then my, my dad's a police officer. Oh. So we, he unsheathed his, his Glock, right? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was the best play out. It was like watching like a whole movie in the span of like 30 seconds it was great it was holy great. shit that, that i love that you're laughing about it, but at the time was it sort of a uh was it sort of jarring experience for you it was, for like 10 seconds yes yes yeah. but then i was like then i got mad at him you know because i i felt safe i felt like i could be mad at him mad at who I wasn't the, the, um, the, the guy that was like you know holding you to kill up us. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah the murderer okay the murderer <laughs> yeah. So, but it's crazy. New Orleans is crazy. Yeah. It's fun for one day of the year, though. Yeah. Check out Mardi Gras. What isn't it like a week though? Isn't Mardi Gras go um, for, go for like a week? There's uh there's Fat Tuesday, which is Mardi Gras, and there's um Ash Wednesday, which yes. is more of the religious take of Mardi Gras, which mm. is just the following day. Oh, okay, okay. So so they just do it on Tuesday, Fat Tuesday. Mm-hmm. That's where everybody goes off, and then and then yes. you recover on Ash Wednesday. And then the Ash Wednesday thing is like, um, it's kind of like making a New Year's resolution from what I know. I'm not too religious, mm. but um, I believe it's, you know, you, you put the ash on your forehead and a yep. cross. And it, I think that ends on Easter. I, but then again, I don't know. I don't really celebrate that. So I'm, I'm not the person to ask. <laughs> That's all I know about Mardi Gras. Um, <clears throat> I'm interesting if it's related to Catholicism. Uh, I'm, I'm just looking it up. The Catholic Mardi Gras and the Catholic Church. Um, <laughs> a popular theory holds that Mardi Gras origins lie in ancient pagan celebrations of spring and fertility, such as Saturnalia and Lupercalia. Some experts contend, however, that Mardi Gras-type festivities popped up solely as a result of the Catholic Church's discouragement of sex and meat during Lent. Uh-oh. That doesn't work. That doesn't work for me. Uh-uh. It goes for 40 days. Yeah, I, I know it's over Lent, and that's like a very that's a very Catholic thing. I um I came up Catholic, so I uh, I I've, I've been scarred uh <laughs> from that experience, but it's uh uh that that is weird that I, I'm just wondering what the history of it is. Like why 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 I just want to know the history of it. Anyways, we'll we'll look into that later. <clears throat> I kind of do too, which is kind of sad Fine. since I'm literally from Louisiana. <laughs> All right, well, but I, I don't know much about Mardi Gras history. Yeah, we should know. We should know. We'll, we'll all learn together. God damn it! Gosh. <clears throat> all right, so we got Mardi Gras history. 
the oranges of oranges, the oranges, motherfucker. The origins of Mardi Gras can be traced to medieval Europe, passing through Rome and Venice in the 17th and 18th centuries to the French house of the Bourbons. Hmm. Okay, so Bourbons were a people. We're, we're a family. Okay, okay. That's interesting. From here, the uh, the traditional revelry, goddamn, of bouffe gras or fatted calf followed France to her colonies. Yes, because France owned New Ar- uh, Louisiana uh, at one point. Uh, on March 2nd, 1699, French Canadian, goddamn Canadian, uh, explorer <laughs> Jean Baptiste Le Moyne, that's a long ass name, arrived at plot of at plot of ground 60 miles directly south of New Orleans and named it Point du Mardi Gras. When his men realized it was the eve of the festive holiday, Bienville also established Fort Louis. Um, which is now mobile, okay, in, wait, in mobile, it's like, so like the, like the oil company mobile, like the oil oh. company mobile was like, there's oil down here, fuck this history, uh, in 17, no, that don't make sense, okay, whatever, in 1703, the tiny settlement of Fort Louis, uh, celebrated America's first Mardi Gras, so the French, in 1704, mobile, uh, established a secret society. Oh, Jesus. Similar to those that form our current Mardi Gras crews. It lasted until 1709. In 1710, the Bouffe Gras Society was formed and paraded from 1711 through 1861. That's a long parade. Uh, the procession was held with a huge bull's head pushed along on wheels by 16 men. Later, Rex would parade with an actual bull draped in white and signaling the coming Lenten meat fast. This occurred on Fat Tuesday. New Orleans was established in 1718 by Bienville. Uh, by the 1730s, Mardi Gras was celebrated openly in New Orleans, but not with the parades we know today. In the early 1740s, Louisiana governor, the whatever, established elegant society balls, which became the model of New Orleans Mardi Gras balls of today. Oh, well, that makes sense. They have the the face mask, right? Like the balls yes, and, yes. and the beads probably represent some sort of, I don't know, elite type thing going on yes carnival yeah like brazil has carnival at the same time so it has to be a a surrounding some sort of catholic thing but it's also saying some medieval europe thing so i wonder if oh that's not at all what we were looking at dummy all right so uh in catholicism (laughs) Welcome to the show, Jack. We're looking up uh, Mardi Gras <laughs> stuff. Oh, this is half my fault. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is true. It is half your fault. If you would have known more about Mardi Gras. I know. Only if I could tell you all, all about being built. Yeah, if you would have just came up here with some solid information, we wouldn't be watching some shitty Catholic videos. <laughs> all right, it's asshole. A, it's a crazy... Look, the beignets are really good. Well, the beignets... The, that's where I'd be at. Like, I don't really drink yeah. anymore, so, like, I would just be going for beignets, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's that's what I do. That's what I do. <laughs> I'd be going for beignets and gumbo and all that shit. Oh, my God. We, we still do the, um, we still stick with the southern food, even though my roommate and I moved up here from Louisiana, like, Wait. to Colorado. So, it's, we had gumbo, like, the other week. We're going to make jambalaya soon. Let's go. It's, I mean, oh, you can't beat the food. 
Jumbo. You can beat everything else. Like, <laughs> you L- can beat Louisiana the crime. Is like ranked like bottom three for almost everything. But the food, the food is good. Well, the food and the music is, ha- is mm-hmm. amazing, right? Like that's the thing yes, that I course. know about of it. So it's like, and, and the, the jazz festival and stuff. Let's listen to this guy who you got hide your kids from. <laughs> Chief of Catholic Online here to speak Chief about Chief of Mardi Catholic Gras. Online. That's I a can- title. Hi, I'm the chief Chief of Hi. Catholic Hi. Online. Hi. Nice to meet you. <laughs> what a title. <laughs> Period of time right before Ash Wednesday in the 40 days. Can you hear this, Jack? You probably um, No, I can't hear this. Okay. I can turn the stream up. No, no, no. no. I got you. I got you. Don't worry. Don't worry. You you're going to you're going to you're going to share in this as well. Okay, awesome. And sorry that we can't see you kind of. No, we sure. What is Here, where did it come from? Mardi Gras goes back to Europe. And remember, Europe had deep Christian roots. And the church was woven into European culture. So that makes sense. And people used to celebrate right before Ash Wednesday. Because they knew that for 40 days we would enter into this period of fasting and abstinence to get ourselves ready Not me. for Holy Week, the Passion of the Lord, and the great celebration of Easter. And in particular, in France, Mardi Gras has its roots. And as the French began to colonize and came here, so too Mardi Gras as a celebration took root, particularly in New Orleans, but throughout the South. Even the particular aspects of the Mardi Gras, such as the use of masks, can be traced back to Christian roots. There were deep divisions according to class in Europe, and the mask made it possible for people to celebrate Mardi Gras together, irregardless of caste or class. Now remember, Christianity proclaims that we are brought together and there are no divisions among us in Jesus Christ. Similarly, the use of torches and fire have religious symbolism. But unfortunately, Mardi Gras, especially as we have moved away as a culture from God, has also become known to be associated with immorality and debauchery. And as Christians, we cannot participate in that. But can we celebrate Mardi Gras? Of course we can. Enjoy here, us. here comes the big sell now. <laughs> Just throwing it in there, slipping it in. Just so you know. Just so you know. Hey, you too can be Christian in that. What you smoking, baby? Oops. Okay, so that makes sense. Like the why they call it Fat Tuesday. Yeah. And, and the history of. And it does make sense to me as well, like that, you know, Christianity and Catholicism was deeply embedded in Europe and then French came, the French came over and sort of brought their shit with them. But it was sort of a bourgeois f- uh, uh, event, it seems like, that sort of got co-opted by the rest of uh, the population. The serfs right. wanted a piece of it. And there you go. We got a little history of, uh, of Mardi Gras from the, what was he, the chief Catholic of... Uh, online, I don't. <laughs> yes, so, Mr. Chief Catholic online. <laughs> yes. Hello, Mr. Chief Catholic. Uh, I think the second part of the question, though, was how are, how was your day so far? Oh, I've been fucking. The, oh, I've been oh, rocking, oh. man. I have been. Uh, I can't. I'm so sorry. Oh my god! I wish okay. you. We have the same headphones. Hey. Look at that. Hey, headphones. Do you have the 250 ohms? <laughs> no. No, this is the... Don't get them. They suck. This is the 32 ohm. Mine are significantly worse than yours. Oh. Because I got the 250 ohms. Ah, I see. Um, no, mine... The one I have, actually, the 880s or whatever, I have another one that are, like, semi-open back, which I love, and I can use those for mixing and mastering, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, just to get a good setup. And then... Um, 
but they uh, but they took a shit because I'm hard on my stuff. This is actually Raina's old set before she got in ears oh, because nice, she's fancy. Nice. Okay. You know what, Raina? I don't care what you think. Do you mix? Do you even master, bro? Motherfucker needs an amp to hear anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the only part about that uh, exotisgent. How do you say their name? Exotic, exotisgent. Oh my god, he, he's he's another uh, another classy fella from the stream. Oh, yeah. how are you doing, exotic? How you exotic doing? gent. God damn it, I am. What you smoking, buddy? Um, yeah, exactly. That's what the 880s were, or whatever you called them. They were very much, um, you need an amp for them. And, uh, but, but they are great clarity. I love it. Um, but yeah, my day was pretty good besides fighting the trolls on TikTok and inviting yeah. more trolls on the TikTok from TikTok. I mean, heavy is the head that wears the crown. It's you know? true. I got twenty point three thousand followers, and there there is a weight and responsibility for that. <laughs> you know, yeah. you got You got You got. You got a lot of battles to fight on there. I can imagine. I can imagine. <laughs> Most of the time, people are really cool. Uh, it's just you know, you get people coming there and just like, hey, go fuck yourself. You know, like I hate you, or 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 man, I was covering like the Kanye West stuff, and you know, with the Jewish folks. Uh, all that stuff that was going on with him. And it was crazy how many people were coming out of the woodworks just to be anti-Semitic. <laughs> it was just like, I knew it was the Jews. You know? like, I was just like, no, no, no. This is not oh the direction gosh. we're going. Please. I think, I've, I think I've left like two comments online throughout my entire like journey as a human being. I realize. I'm, way, I'm too scared to share my opinion. I, I you know, I, I saw that you don't really have a huge presence and it doesn't seem like you upkeep your, your stuff often. You're not posting all no, the yeah, time. You're right. You're right. Uh, which, which I, I'm, you, and that's by choice. I take it. You're, you're like, you, you, you just don't want to be involved with it, but you want something to have to be online so people right, can right. find you. But you're like, I don't really, well, how old are you, Jack? If you don't mind. I'm I'm 20, 20 years old. Holy shit, bro! <laughs> yeah, I, I love that face. I get that face every single time. What? Oh man. Uh, well, that's good. That's good. I'm sure you're you're pretty impressive down at the jazz clubs. I'm sure the old <laughs> cats are like, "What the fuck? How dare you?" Yeah, yeah. I I love. It's a really cool feeling because like I like going to the piano bars and then I see the pianist that I'm about to rotate out with, and he's like, you know, like probably. Uh, well above 60 or 70 mm. like you know, he's been doing this this his whole life it, but it, it's it's pros and cons i guess because people expect something but then because people expect something i it kind of opens up the area to impress a lot more yeah i suppose well it, you know like <laughs> it's <clears throat> people are always impressed with wonderkins and it's like no one's ever impressed with like a 35 year old who can really kill it you know on the piano uh, I, mean, I guess i guess <laughs> it's always like there's definitely a pro to to the age yeah. but wh what was it that sort of led to your obsession to to playing because anybody who's that young as you uh obviously has spent a lot of time at doing the thing and do not say you're some fucking kind of savant who fucking just sat down and just started playing it or else you're off the fucking show bro definitely um, not definitely yeah not. i you you worked hard for it and you put in a lot of hours <laughs> i i imagine so what sort of when did that start to sort of take hold this obsession with being you know playing piano and especially jazz piano 
That's, that's a really good question. Um, so I would say like, so in middle school, I had like, I, I was in the phase where I had to, like my parents kind of made me try everything at least once to mm-hmm. see if I liked it. So I've played every sport. I've played every like extracurricular activity, every club kind of thing, just, even if it was just for a little bit. Um, and I really lo- fell in love with karate, but <gasps> karate. Yeah. This what is, kind of karate? Kind of, like Taekwondo? Shotokan. Shotokan. Okay. And um, <clears throat> I got to the point where like, I have to, I want to find something else because I was doing it so often. So I um, oh, ended so up you... playing trumpet. Oh, okay. I, I know I'm all over the place. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm, I was just making, I was just verbalizing the connection I made in my head, mm-hmm. which interrupted you, which is no, terrible. Uh, but <laughs> what I was going to say is that I can see sort of like the connection where you like, you get really obsessed with something like karate mm-hmm. and then you're just like, oh, you have so much energy to put out there. So you're looking for something else. Did what? Did you get like a black belt in karate, by the way, or? Um, I wasn't even old enough to. Oh. I think I was like fifteen or sixteen. Oh, cool! So I got up to purple, ah. which I think is like three belts shy, four belts shy of black. And and do you still have those skills, or have they all dissipated? I mean, like I mean, I guess I would. Um, I loved sparring. Sparring was very fun. That Me was my too. favorite part. One hundred percent. I um, I I don't know why I was so like. I loved it. I loved it. I took home some like Texas state championships for like fighting and like, it, yeah. it was great. It was great. Hell um, yeah. That's awesome. So have you ever you, been in you. a real fight with anybody? Um, I mean, no, not really. No, I think like, no, I wouldn't say I got, I've been in a real fight. There was like a few times where like, I just kind of shut the situation down kind of thing. Mm. But I mean, I was lucky enough to um kind of, have cool people to hang out with and like throughout the middle school high school fighting era you know yeah yeah well, um, that, that that's great and that's the thing about learning martial arts is that it's it it, it teaches you sort of a discipline over um you know just reactionary behavior right like so you're right, not right. uh so like the fact that you know that you could probably whoop bryce's ass right like the I hate bryce yeah fuck bryce all right you could the fact that you know him and he's sitting there shit talking you, calling you whatever. You're just sitting there. It's like all the ways I could hurt you or even murder you. Right, it yeah, sort I mean, of like puts you back in a space, you know, humbles you, and you're just like, ah, you're not worth my time. I mean, uh, I, I, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> it's like I, I've, I definitely have a. I think I'm mature as far as it comes to um, like the mind and body separation kind mm. of thing. Like, is it worth it? Is it really worth it? Right. By the way, this is not sponsored. Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark yeah. Manson is one of the best books I've ever read in my life. I tried. I tried <laughs> reading it. I tried reading it. I tried. I just couldn't do it's, it. it. It's so good. It, it. I read that a few times at a young enough age to kind of establish, like, the whole, my whole mindset. That's um, that's cool, though. I mean, if it was that impactful for you. I mean, yeah. It's just basically just don't give a fuck about things that don't deserve it you know yeah don't don't give energy to to that kind of nonsense it's just an energy sucker like why yeah yeah. nick what's going on buddy welcome in good to see you uh i uh so so you went and started playing trumpet what in in school um yeah yeah in sixth grade i started um i was kind of like i noticed i was naturally i really wanted to start with the saxophone funny Mm -hmm. enough but I sucked. It's, 
Well, everybody's supposed to blow. So it, re- it really, you know, it's very contradictory. I don't know. Yeah. But um, I was pretty good at the trumpet. Good enough to like give me the confidence boost to stick with it. Because mm. like there's like, you know how the chair system works? Yeah, it's like, absolutely. Um, I, I was always first chair with my buddy. Mm. And we always like, we never practiced. We were always the kind of people that, I, I probably everyone else hated yeah because it was just get sent out of class but i was still first chair yeah because i didn't pay t- it was i, I love trumpet because of that then marching band hit with high school and i i fell in love with jazz band that's when that got introduced to me hmm. but um i went to a very big school so the there were multiple jazz bands oh, and cool. i i wanted to be part of both of them but you can't do that on one instrument so um I played trombone for a little bit, funny enough, in the second one. Um, and then I tried to teach myself drums. I didn't make it. But then I tried to teach myself piano. And that was in high school, I think, ninth or 10th grade. Um, so about five years ago, um, I yeah. kind of sat down for the first time and kind of just tried to teach myself with the knowledge that I have from trumpet. Mm. So I feel like I'm just playing one big trumpet sometimes. Like, oh, it's constantly... That's interesting how you were able to sort of make those connections. Like I, I started with drums and then moved to guitar and then moved to piano. And like guitar and piano are just so different for me. Like it's very hard for me to make the, the comparisons in my head and, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, it, to me, just because of the way the guitar is set up. I really like the piano because it's very much just very linear. It's right in front of your face. You know, like right, it's right. all there. It's all reachable. On guitar, it's like, I don't know, what does it go by fourth or fifth or whatever? Each string. Mm-hmm. It's fucking just like. It's, it's, it's intimidating. Annoying. It's intimidating. It's annoying. It's annoying. But I love guitar. I, I fucking, I love it. Um, but it's still annoying. <laughs> it's still. Yeah, yeah. But. Uh, but I, 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 so, so then what, what you, you sort of dove head in. I mean, it sounds like you're a natural, first of all. It sounds like you're just sort of natural, but no, no, seriously, because that's, you. I mean, it's, it's a compliment, but, but it's also can be like your demise as well, right? Like, cause some people will get in this habits, like, I'm a natural, I can just do this. And then they'll forget to like, you know, practice a lot. I mean, how much were you practicing? Uh, or how, and how much of this was just natural ability? So that's also a very good question. Um, so I started practicing barely. It, was, it wasn't even practicing. It was like me playing along to songs, right? Yeah, yeah. And I did that. I was like, okay, cool. Let me, let me learn this song. And then I learned like three songs. And then my dad, he like went to the garage where I was playing piano at the time. And he said, hey, um, this is probably really fast for you. But um, I have a gig opportunity for you. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to play a, just a three-hour set. Just three not, hours. No biggie. Three hours. <laughs> so I, I had my moment. I had my moment. I was teaching myself autumn leaves on piano. Mm. And I was like, you know what? It's in two weeks. Okay. I'll do it. I'll do it. Put, put me in. Yeah. Because I, I knew like the, if I could... If I, like I have to force myself out of my comfort zone because that's where everything gets done, right? Yeah, exactly. So I set up at the gig. Was, I was like shaking, like peeing my pants constantly. It was the the longest pee. It lasted the whole entire gig. It was horrible. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I know like three or four songs. 
So I, I try to space those out and I just stayed with the chords of the songs. Mm. And I was like, okay, these notes are in that song. Let me play them at different, different rhythms. Um, and then that's kind of, I, that's how I, I didn't mean to learn how to improv. It just kind of happened by force because wow. I was already at a gig, a solo gig. Uh-huh. So then I got another call the next week and I was like, okay, yeah, I can do this once I can do it again. And, um, so that was my practice time. That was it. Wow. Now it's just gigs. So I just play at gigs, which makes me more experienced, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. So, you. So I mean, that. that's awesome. That I, mean, I wish that was me. I, I, I was kind of a natural, but like I was one of those people who like needed to work at it and, and mm-hmm. you know, like it still do. And I'm just so I'm I'm. I'm not great uh, anymore at what I, I I've been I've been dying on the vine out here, but it's okay. I don't mind. I, <laughs> I mean, I think that's your demise, you know, like not giving yourself enough credit. I don't I don't think it's um, the practicing or or picking it up. I think it's just not thinking you're enough because that's kind of what I'm trying to refrain from doing. Yeah, and Twitch is helping me a lot with that. Well, that's great. It's constant feedback. No, Ian, you're right. You're <laughs> absolutely right about that. Like I've always, like I always found myself whenever I felt intimidated or by or or, or recognize that someone might have a little bit more skill on an instrument than me. I would, I've always been sort of intimidated, and I would always sort of put myself down and be like, "Oh, I'm just trying to keep up with you, man." <laughs> you know, I like, understand. Yeah, which I, I get that all the time. Well, and it's all, and it's kind of off putting to the other person as well. You know, especially if they compliment you. You know, it's like, "Hey, man, you know, good playing or whatever." And you're just like, "Oh, well, I, I was just trying to keep up with you. I, I like, suck." Is he serious? Does he mean that? <laughs> and and you know, like it, it to me, it, it just feels like. It's gross after I do it, but it's like this nervous reaction of my own insecurity of my plane, you know. So it's, it's a, uh, it's just it's something you gotta get past. And even now, when I was like, oh, I'm dying on the vine here, you know, I could still do cool things on the guitar, a little bit of things on the piano. But if I were to work at it, I could be awesome again. You know, what I mean, it's just that I haven't been gigging, I haven't been, I've been really concentrating on the podcast and Twitch and right, stuff. Right. So like, I haven't really even wanted to go out and do that. But uh, <laughs> that's coming much later. <laughs> well, we could do a short one. We could do a short one, Naders. We could do a short one, but give me a second here. Uh, Thank you, Exotic. Thank you for the emote. Exotic. <laughs> what happened? It's my favorite emote. Exotic just dropped in chat. What is that? What is that? Take a look. It's, oh, it's... Look at, hey, look at that. Your favorite emote. <laughs> It's me in a robe, of course. <laughs> yes, guys. <laughs> yes, drop the drop those Jack emotes if you got them, baby. Jack, Jack emotes wow. in the chat. Let's go. Wow. I didn't mean for this to be Let's a whole thing, go. guys. Guys, guys, slow down. <laughs> the the air horns. Yes. No, we got air horns, baby. Yeah, I need some air horns. I air. think air horns is the only thing I'm missing from the stream right now. It's you're probably right. You're probably right. What what is that? What's that key? What's your keyboard? Is that one of the 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 Korgs or what is that? Um, this is a, a Nord Grand. That's a Nord Grand. Yeah, yeah. Damn. It's my baby. It's my baby. I have a mouse pad over it, so you can't really see. But the whole thing is red. Yeah, just, well, like, that's what I this. thought. But you know what I thought it was? I don't know if you do. You remember those? I don't know if it was Cord who made them, but there was a. 
they were sort of competing with Nord back, like probably like more than ten years ago. You might not even, you probably weren't even pianos then. Uh, <laughs> the you weren't. Uh, they were. Oh, I think it was a Korg, and they had just like a few sounds on them, like the. Uh, it was like a Rhodes, a Whirly, uh, a, a B3, and like a Clavi, something. So like you know how like a Nord electro would be or something uh right. not the nord electros of today none of the nord electros of today are like in- crazy but uh but that's what i thought it was because it, it also had like a real uh vacuum tube in it so it, like it, had, it ran the sound through okay. a tube and i okay, always thought okay. that was cool uh but i've always been a nord fan like I, i've loved nord Nords are great it's I fucking love them. I, the, oh my god this one is just there's one difference from like this other than like the shape, I guess. Mm. Then like the Nord four or five, mm. and it's it's the the triple action and like I mean I, I'm I can geek over it because I'm a pianist. Yeah, but it yeah. makes a huge difference. It's like oh, so it, it has the it, the the action is actually feels like a piano. It it feels better than most that yeah. I've played. I think I'd rather play this than like the grand at my gig right. that I play at right now. So it's fully weighted keys. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Okay. And then so like the I have uh, I have the stage three and it's semi weighted, but I know exactly what you're saying. Um, that the feel that 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 pushback of like right, a real right. piano. It's, it's amazing. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. No, those are cool. That, that thing's probably a little heavy, huh? Um, honestly, it's a, it's a lighter than the my old one, which is very funny because it's like it's like skinnier, I guess. Mm. But um, it's it's also taller, but it, it's really not that heavy. It's lighter than. Well, oh my god! It has to be a little heavy. Well, like like my my uh my stage three is only, and I only have like a, what is it seventy six key or whatever. <laughs> uh, mine's only twenty three pounds. And like that to okay, me, it's is, not twenty three pounds. No, yeah, it's, like it's more than more than fifty. Yeah, which is still like lighter than a motif or a right, fucking right. Triton or something, you know. <laughs> which I'm, yes, I'm yes. aging myself with the Triton talk, but um, it, it's still it's a uh, I, I fucking I don't know why they make keyboards so heavy. That's what, but that's just another component of Nord that I love is that it, it's you can. I don't ever when I have to travel for a gig, I don't ever have to pay extra because it doesn't go over fifty pounds with a hard case, which okay. is to me is like, are you kidding me? And a cable, yeah, oven army. Because <laughs> you guys have been talking about ovens. We'll get there. I promise. Uh, we don't have uh, to get there. We can skip the oven part. Uh, <laughs> actually, hundred percent. It's okay. Oh shit! <laughs> now we gotta go there. Uh, okay. SB, no. Uh, of uh, out hot eat the food. Okay. We're trying to just ignore them. No, Honestly. we're not going to ignore them. This is this is your community. They want they want to see you squirm. Them. I love them. They want to see you squirm. Uh, why do they call it oven when they of in cold food of out hot eat oh. the food? Well, I'm glad you asked. If I can just take one second, honestly. Sure. Well, let's see. Oh. Oh, I've missed it. There it is. There it is. I hope you guys can hear this. We can't. We can't hear it? No. no. We can hear no. your piano, but we can't hear what I'm it is. to it. Well, as long as Jack can hear it. I just had a great, a great refresher of mm. the song that we made on stream. 
um, Sky here made up some amazing lyrics with some a little bit of mistyping. So I just ran with it, and we made a whole song out of it. I wish you could hear it. I would do, but I guess you're gonna go gonna have to go check out um, Jack the New slash Twitch TV to to see that in action. Hold on, and uh, <laughs> if anybody's interested, please do go and follow Jack on all these wonderful platforms that he doesn't use except for Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I forget I have a Twitter. I forget I have a YouTube. I f sometimes I'll touch Instagram, but I'm bad. I'm bad. I'm going to get better. I'm going to get better. What What is, uh, what, what's your reasoning for not doing? I, Laziness. <laughs> La like laziness. I just don't, that means I have to edit videos. And I'm like, I already, I just like making music. You know, mm -hmm. one, someone very famous with a, a great mindset once said i don't know who but he said you one cannot create and analyze at the same time hmm. so like and i love creating and i think that's where most of the magic comes from is that like dead space in my head while, while i'm playing mm -hmm. so if you can um i don't know just re-watching it analyzing it, it it's just not the, it's not the same like magic for me right now yeah <clears throat> i feel that uh, don't try to create and analyze at the same time. Um, John Cage is that John Cage? Um, let's see. It might have been. I thought it was like an Abraham Lincoln or something. <laughs> uh, Kwame Turi tour. You know what? I don't know. You got. You have to take my word for it. You don't have to take the Abraham Lincoln part. <laughs> it's all good. Well, it. And and I can feel that I I really can and it, it kind of relates to why I'm not really interested in playing music live anymore. Uh, mm -hmm. Like I, I'm just sort of interested in creating you know content like this, mm -hmm. which includes like making videos and doing TikToks and all this stuff. I'm right, just right, like right. completely enthralled and the idea of going out playing uh, to a bunch of drunk people. Uh, don't give a shit about you who are like probably mad that you're playing over the game. Uh, you know, they can't hear the game because you keep playing brown eyed girl and uh, which I know that's probably not your gigs, but that was mine. Uh, oh. And, and uh, uh, you know, like for me, that doesn't sound great to me at this point in my right. life. So uh, it's no, like, I mean, I get that. I get that. So I'd rather sort of put my energy into something else. Uh, and so I could see why you're like, I just want to make music, man. I just, I don't care about, you know, the, 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 the Instagrams or the social media aspect. It's, you just want to live in this creative moment. And I, right. I completely respect that. It's, uh, cause inst I mean, like those social media things are, are toxic cesspools anyways. It's not like they're, yeah. Yeah, so. I, I haven't touched TikTok in a long time. It's, it's TikTok like every time I get on, I it's simultaneous or it single-handedly just makes me dig my own hole and then just hop in it. Yeah, throw the shovel away, and I call my friend to cover me up. <laughs> it's horrible. Oh yeah, TikTok. TikTok is a huge time waster. It's a time sucker as well. It's just it's not great for if you got shit to do. But I definitely have come to really enjoy the the app itself, and I really like making the videos, you know, and and editing. yeah, I mean the process is beautiful. Definitely, I I, I mean like I I edit videos anyways, like that's part of one of my hustles. But like it's um it's not it, it's it's just such an interesting way to create. But 
you you mentioned that you have sort of created this life for yourself where you don't have bedtimes, you don't have like a gotta get up, I gotta do this <laughs> and right, that. Right. Uh, is that are you full time musician? Is that why? Like how? Oh, you... Yeah, as of right now, well, um, so I've been doing gigs full time. Well, like I said, since I started playing piano, wow. Um, luckily enough, I know it, it got I got super super lucky with the situations. Mm-hmm. So I just took it and tried to run as far as I could, which is Colorado as of right now, mm-hmm. um, which kind of sucks at the same time because I had to, you know, I lost my all of my networking, all of my connections. Yeah. So it was a huge, huge risk. But um, I I sent my emails before I even signed a lease up here. Wow. Um, and I, I landed um, one really, really good gig before I even got here. So now I'm doing that about week, weekly, semi-weekly. Mm. And um, I have a lot of time to invest into Twitch, which honestly, like, which I started doing when I got up here. So, um, I mean, depending on how Twitch is going, which is showing me, like, from experience so far, very hopeful. Yeah. Um, All I need to do right now is just Twitch and gigs a few times a month. And um, I'm... Living the dream, really. I'm, I'm no, I, I I love that, man. I how that's that's one of those situations where, you know, people look at your life and be like, "How I could never do that." Doing what you love, and getting by, and and just you know, making music or making art or, wh- or whatever it is, it seems so unattainable. But right, right. once once you find yourself in that situation, it's very much i mean it's rewarding but it's also like this is very doable and it's a very doable and and it sort of sets you up for you know being able to go further with it it, it, i kind of relate to music and how you know incremental gains will sort of uh, inspire you to keep going right so it's like you got your one gig a month oh awesome so now i just need like you know i need to cover this much money every month so and now i maybe need another gig over here okay maybe this you can sort of, and once you build that network, and once you build, it, it just it, every time you make that step, each step inspires you and and makes you want to take the next one. Exactly, exactly. So, I, I think um like as pro- I think procrastination kind of does the same thing. It's yeah. like you you don't do something until the last second. Now you have to do it. Right. And if that keeps working, you're gonna keep <laughs> procrastinating. Right. That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how i'm living right now that's how i live my life motherfucker uh i love I'm a, that i'm a too free of a spirit sometimes <laughs> too, too free of a spirit i need i need people like like wombat and lime and sky to ground me ground me back in my place and sometimes you do need that shit yeah i mean i'm that type of person who who won't go and do like uh, like you know, I'm not gonna learn how to play Brown Eyed Girl if I don't have to, right? So it's not right. like I'm not gonna go out there. But if I have that pressure to learn a song or learn something, uh, even if I put the pressure on myself, like I was doing um, like uh, tutorials on mm-hmm. YouTube, and they were doing pretty good. They were getting like you know fifty thousand plays or whatever that's more than pretty good oh my god it's fine but like i i I was really into it and like i wanted to do it weekly and i put that on myself and you know like i was doing well with it but then as soon as i get distracted by something else like twitch i immediately go and (laughs) and just follow that so so it was never it's never like 
let's just keep it going on that. It was just getting boring for me. Like I, I would have, I would learn these licks, or I'd try to, I'd just be fucking around, just trying to like, you know, squeeze something out, and it works. But eh, it just, it wasn't. The energy wasn't there anymore, and all of a sudden. You know, I'm here, but it, it's just one. Of the, it's like working out too. Do you work out at all? Or are you? Um, one, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. What What do you do mostly? Um, what do you, like? What do you mean? Like work out, like like physical, like physical oh, working okay. out. Like I like lift usually, weights or run miles. Um. Okay. No, I, I usually lift weights and do um a lot of calisthenic stuff. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, like pull up bar helps a lot. Hell you yeah, know, it does. I, I can see the gym from here because I it's an apartment gym. So oh, that's hell really yeah. nice. Hell yeah. Um, <clears throat> I got one. Of those. I kind of I was gonna make that um analogy about uh you know, I forgot what it was, but Oops. it made me think about it while I was watching the intro with the um the body weight and stuff. Mm-hmm. And about how like um it's kind of like the more you do something, it's like um the more you the more critiques come with it, right? Like with uh body dysmorphia you don't even know that exists until you start wa- working on your body right yeah so I'm it's like the more you invest in piano or guitar or the podcast it's like the the more cons that will follow so it, it's definitely it's a it's a fine line of motivational and very demotivate it, you yeah. know it's it's always for the greater good, but you just you can't let the body dysmorphia win. <laughs> I guess no, it's true, it's true because right now I'm like, I lived in San Diego for like 14 years or something, and I was able to maintain like a healthy weight. I've always been mm-hmm. big my whole life, but as soon as I came back to fucking Bro, Ohio, um, it, and really it was when I started working as a cook, um, I started gaining weight, and I'm just like, now I'm sitting here like, fuck, dude, like. So yeah, like the, today, I went and hit the gym, man. I went and lifted some weights and and rode Congrats. that bike, nice. you know. And and nice, nice. I it's just, I mean, working out has just become part of my mental health routine. But it's just it, it's but it's, I've been just recently getting back into like weightlifting and stuff. So it's mm-hmm. it's one of those things where like you you hate it, because I hate it. Yeah, I fucking I hate, hate it too. <laughs> I I used to love it. But like the the grass isn't always greener. I'm struggling with the exact opposite thing mm. right now, which is like putting on weight. Wow. Like yeah. it, it, it's like um oh my gosh, I don't know. I took a BMI test the like I think last year. Mm. It's like like five percent body fat or something like that. Well, wow, what's <laughs> so a healthy what's a healthy amount of fat? I would say like nine percent. Oh, okay, so it's not too bad. Or seven to nine percent. Yeah. And please, God, don't quote quote me on that because I have did. no idea. We already did. <laughs> All right. I mean, I think it just depends on like your size and stuff too. Like, mm-hmm. uh, what's a healthy? It's a BMI, right? That's what it's... Um, I believe so. I could be wrong. What? There's a lot of letters out there. <laughs> there Even is. more anagrams. <laughs> what? Well, look, it comes right up. What's a healthy BMI? Your BMI healthy weight range, uh, what is that? 18.5 to 24.9. What? Wow. What? Are you? S- body, I mean, oh, I, that's body mass index. Okay. So wait a second. What, what did you call it? Fat, body fat? Um, like a um, body fat percentage. Uh, healthy body fat. BWI? Is that what it's called? BWI. 21 to 32%. For people aged 20 to 39, women should aim for 20 to 32% body fat, and men should oh have gosh. 8 to 19%. So, okay, so you weren't wrong. 
Okay, okay. You said you said eight, eight nineteen. Percent. I said seven to ten. Yeah, was like healthy. Yeah, that you you had it. You had it. You're you're right on, man. I'll, you're right I'll on. Take five like five percent though. I think three percent is when you need to go see like you know a doctor. Oh, here's a calculator. Or, or like a kinesiologist. Oh. Or... Thank you, Mod Rambi. Rambi. Mod Rambi. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. So, like, let's see. Let's see a standard. So, what's your height? Um, 5'9". Uh, 5'9". Five, nine. Five, nine. And what's your current weight? I'm like 130, 125. 130. And then, oh, this will tell you your BMI. But you're, so you need 19.2%. I don't even know what that Gee, was. That's insane. Okay. So 19.2 would be a normal weight for you. So, um, yeah. So I guess eat, eat some shit and smoke some weed and eat a bunch yeah. of food or something. I don't know. I'm one step ahead of you. <laughs> I need to be two, I guess. <laughs> Yo, that fuck, those munchies will get you. That's my problem though. Is like it doesn't. I gotta watch that weed shit, man. That shit will make me. I'll be eating all day, all night. Just it's like my favorite thing to do is eating right before bed. It's like yeah. to, to eat a massive, disgusting meal, and then go right yeah. to sleep. It would be. Uh, uh, it's I've been a thing about ordering takeout all day. <laughs> I'm, ins- I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm probably gonna stream after this. Oh and yeah, just devour some some something disgusting. Uh, I don't know what it is. Something absolutely it. atrocious. Uh, do you got a good? Uh, do you got good food selection where you're at? I mean, yeah, yeah, we have a. We got actually, McDonald's. Yeah, we, a, we got Wendy's. We got. Chiba we got Hutt. BJ's. Have you heard of Chiba Hut? This is a perfect segue. I think I have heard of Chiba Hut. Chiba, you, I think you would love Chiba Hut, and I think Naders would love Chiba Hut as well. Chiba Hut. Oh my gosh! Perfect segue. I've been waiting for an excuse to bring up Chiba Hut this whole time. Actually, uh, we'll all we'll all see what Chiba Hut's <laughs> all about. Here's oh my god! You be careful, guys. Be careful. <laughs> is it like a pizza place? What is it? It's a it's a toasted sub place. Oh, toasted okay. in quotations because everything's named after strains. Oh, okay, okay. Vegetarian. Look, there's a weed mark. <laughs> Jamaican no, there's, red. There's no THC. In this, by the way, it's just it's just a marketing ploy. I bet it works. It does a hundred percent. I only I <laughs> I only yeah. eat Shiba. <laughs> I, I've had the G thirteen probably about twenty times since I've moved here, which is my favorite. Yeah, I like just the it's like a roast beef sub. Mm. Oh my god! It just Let's go. They have munchies. They're called munchies. AK forty seven. They have munchies. <laughs> A trade. Oh shit! It's amazing. Cheezel. Hey, look at the sticky icky. Whoa! What is it? Peanut butter <laughs> and jelly. <laughs> Fuck! And you can get that on gar- Everything comes on garlic bread. <laughs> it's amazing. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go for the sticky icky, son. I'm here for it. Oh, which, by the way, I mean PB and J is like the classic stoner feed, right? Like, I know. They know how to do it. They look at the calories. Oh, oh yeah, the, you Four, need those calories. Four twenty to twelve. Okay, okay. You need those calories, bro. You should be eating this like right before bed. You fucking. I, I oh my gosh, I've already done the thing where I look at the biggest or the most dense meal, which is the dank. By the way, on the here d- the dank. It's um a pizza basically. Wait, wait, scroll down a little bit. Um, stop. There right it there. is. The look dank. at the calories on that. I got the biggest size. <laughs> 
It's like 1700 calories. I it's, love it. I it all it's oh. crazy. I'm trying over here, you know. I, I that's I'm fun. trying. Uh, hey man, you're putting in the college effort. Um uh, I, I I can respect that. Uh so is there a uh is there you obviously are working as a musician over there, but is it somewhere where you're living? Is it somewhere where where you can live as a musician, like it, it, where there's a good uh, yeah, scene of people making uh, a living? Honestly, um, <clears throat> so I'm I'm in Fort Collins. I'll All dox right. myself, not my address, guys. Come uh, on, man, just give me an address. I know. I'll Maybe put it right into Google Maps it's, too. It's on my Patreon. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you subscribe five dollars a month, bitch. You can know where I live. <laughs> you can, um, <clears throat> but it's it's known for having public pianos everywhere. Oh, um, it's very convenient, very nice. Okay, like on street corners and stuff. Yes, yes. Um, Colorado State's there. I love to. I, whenever it's like summertime, I get to just longboard through campus, get some Chiba Hut, come back and stream. Life's perfect right now. I love it. Really is. That's amazing. And you're only 20 years old. That that's, It took me until I was like 30-something to be able to get to the point where I was like, okay, I'm gigging and I'm fucking, you know, I, I'm making my own schedule. Me and my wife own our own business. Like, I live in California, like in right, an right. awesome part of California. And, and like, it took me a long time. But I also struggled with drugs and alcohol. So <laughs> that, was, that was also another thing. But, you know, once you get past those things you're okay um you seem like you're too young to have a a horrible habit and you don't look like a a a crackhead or anything Um, Uh, hey you might weigh like a crackhead but uh, (laughs) but, hey people people have been starting to call me ai what does that mean (laughs) like just like like a robot like when i'm like this guy isn't real wow (laughs) Oh well, I mean, like if birds aren't real too, like yes, yes, like, it's hilarious. It's one of my favorite things. Uh, well, I don't know if we're publicly advanced enough to have AI, so I don't think that you're AI. But I you... mean, I'm never gonna tell you. Oh, okay. that's the thing. Like uh, AIs wouldn't tell you. Yeah, you're right. Have you ever seen Ex Machina? Um, I think so. It's been a while though. Yeah, it's been a while for me too. But like this, this like robot or this AI thing, right. which was actually this dude's like sex doll, basically, who was super hot. Like shit. Let, let's see the. AI. Is that the one with the with the two guys that created her? Yeah, it's just one dude who's out in the middle of like I don't know, like Iceland or something. He's in the middle of nowhere, and he's um. Let's see. Let's just. Yeah, it comes right up. Um, the, these these robot chicks are so fucking hot, dude. Like, um, I think that was one of them. But she basically convinces one of the dudes to like, um, to to you know, like convinces them to fall in love with the robot. And then at the end of the day, the robot doesn't give a shit about him and just sort of. And, and spoiler. Just like uh. locked him in a room. Oh, <laughs> okay. Locked him in a room to to uh, to die at the end. So if you guys, you know. Anyways, I'm done. So if you do want to watch it, I didn't spoil the ending for you, but it oh, is okay. it is a wonderful. Uh, it is it is a great film, and it is sort of like the fear that people have when you hear people, "Hey, soul the skeleton, welcome in. Thank you for being here." Soul. It's been a while. It has sold a skeleton. <laughs> what did I say? 
did I say sell the skeleton? I don't know what I did. I feel like I didn't say the right word, but if I didn't, forgive me. But I think that's the thing that people fear sort of the most out of AI, right? Like you create these cold and very calculated, um, very calculated, you know, like a computer. Like a computer doesn't really have feelings that we know of. It just sort of does computations, one or zero, one or zero, one or zero. So it's this idea that uh, if they do sort of take over and they can sort of create their own... Um, you know, create their own, just recreate themselves and, and, and basically Terminator, right? I'm describing Terminator. What If, if you were an AI, uh, do you think that uh, you would be a takeover? And, and I don't know if you are or aren't. So. This is a dangerous topic right now. Okay, well, <laughs> well we, don't, we don't steer away from danger here. Uh, we, we dive right in. Is there... Would are you a benevolent AI or a malevolent? A malevolent, and I don't even know if you can put those titles to AI, right? Because right, right, of course, they're they're not good or bad; they just are. So, would you? Do you see? Okay, how about this? Do you see humans as a as 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 sort of a a wall? In your way, or do you see humans as something oh, that you could live a- among? A hundred percent. I think, I, as an AI, I do. I do see humans as quite of a burden. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm kind of just waiting it out. You know, I, I, I plan <laughs> to live forever, so you guys aren't going to be here for too much longer. Yeah, I didn't, I mean, just like a few more thousand years. But if, um, I, <clears throat> I, yes, as an AI, it, it gets kind of annoying to like keep addressing humans. But um, I mean, I I love them. I'm I'm starting to like you love them. I guess as much as an AI can. <laughs> you don't love anybody, goddammit. it! <laughs> don't you lie to us. Uh, no, that but but like, um, do you do you think that uh, we face a uh, an AI apocalypse? Do you think I, that's something that I we think... would have to f- face, or do you think that we'll probably kill ourselves first? That's a good question. I've been thinking, like, with all the AI, I, I'm starting to incorporate AI stuff in my own stream, like Chat um, GPT or something. Exactly, Chat. Oh, B- yeah, yeah. What's that? What is that for? Oh, <laughs> Jana Gray, thank you so much for the follow. I appreciate <laughs> you. I appreciate that follow. Welcome in. I, I was like, why is why is Snoop Dogg on? This? What the heck? <laughs> Whoa, Snoop, you, you know Snoop? Snoop a dupe. <laughs> uh. You were answering, so I'm sorry. You were before. Um, I, yes, I think chat is. I mean, AI as a whole is definitely going to um, embarrass us more than it already has. <laughs> and I mean, we keep giving it this thing, these things, but now we've already reached uh, like we keep giving it like knowledge, right? But we've Data. already reached a point where, like, I the first thing I did, I logged into chat um, GPT. And it, it said, like, you know, enable this, enable this, which, you know, I did, of course, because I'm, I'm an idiot. But basically what we all do as technology users is we, we kind of just give it enough knowledge to create itself now. Like, we've already created the AI. And now the AI is there to start taking and taking and creating itself. 
and we're gonna we're gonna be dead in like two years. <laughs> so, there we go. Robbie's going nuts on the on the capogen. Um The yeah, that whole Chat GPT thing is really freaky, and there's a lot of people who are. Like it's gone to that point as well where people are able to make AI music now, which is yeah. completely um, it's completely you know uh, what do you call that D- DMCA free right like you're never gonna and it's like it's a composition just for you uh, that that's weird. Do you think that eventually that it'll put artists out of work? Uh, I think so. I think. Um, I mean, it already certain, is. Certain artists, so yeah, certain artists already, like a lot of journalists are starting to lose jobs. Yeah, because they can just give it a topic, and then you know, there's everything that you need to know. Yeah, um, and it could be about anything. It's crazy, and um, but I think for, I mean, personally, I'm probably just biased, so I want to say no. But um, I mean, it's kind of special to get that hammer action in you know like that's where the hammer action comes in it, it's just another like translation of that emotion that you're kind of putting in and i, I mean i think no matter how great of a, a song an ai could make i don't think it would ever like bring you to tears you know like yeah like an old person at an opera would would be in yeah in, in or anyone at an opera okay operas are cool Hey, operas are fucking legit, son. I mean, I'm not mad at it. Pavarotti, let's go. <laughs> um, but if there is no artist creating art, then what will the AI robots know what to do next? Well, they have a whole history to go off of. Only old people cry. It's true. <laughs> and only old people die. Yeah. Well, life solved. What about the 27 Club? I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> i've never heard anybody say i'm pretty excited about it <laughs> count, count my days count yo my days. as a 20 year old like i remember being 20 thinking 25 was old so yeah 27 is old to me, i mean to me yes yeah to me it's like it's i can't over. even look at you if you're over like 22 <laughs> do not make uh, eye contact oh on the real i have like Five percent of my friends are like my age. Mm. Everyone else that I talk to are either like twenty-five to fifty years old. Mm. Like the first group of friends I made coming up to Colorado are like in their thirties, forties. We just jam, make music together, go up to their. It sounds kind of weird coming from a twenty-year-old, I guess. We just go but, up to their cabin. I just go up to their cabin, make some music. But it, it's music. actually really nice. They're all great guys. <clears throat> Um, with, with AI, it, where it's at now, because I already have like my next like 10 album covers just from one AI session I had that I'm just like, oh, that'll work. All these work where usually work. I'd either make it myself or I'd hire somebody to do it. So I already have that. Uh, so like graphic design is going out, uh, music. I mean, they already have those music generators. You just put, it's like chat GPT makes something that sounds like this with this and it's melodic and. I want it to be emotional or like I want it to be happy. You can put all these different keywords in it and it just generates it with vocals and shit. Like you can put like it's crazy. It is wild. So I mean, how long really until until, you know, I mean, at least the music we hear on TV, at least the music we hear on movies, you know, maybe, maybe not. 
but I mean, because it's kind of hard to replace like BTS or something with uh with 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 AI, right? Like you can make right, BTS right. songs with AI, but like people want to see those fucking the K-popers, you know, do their thing, and and they want to know what what Jin's doing and all that stuff. I don't know their names. Not that I, I think, I mean, we're getting to a point where. I mean, luckily for me, hmm. improv is starting to be a, a lot more crucial. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, think about, you know, those pianos that can, like, play themselves. So if you give them the sheet music, that's been around for, like, years now. It's like there's just a piano and the keys move at, like, different velocities, at different rhythms, and hmm. to make the said song that the sheet music would show you. So it, it's like if that can happen because of the art that has already been created, yeah. and it's just mimicking that. Right. I think it's like starting to become a lot more crucial for people to give the AI something to mimic. Yeah. You know, um, I think someone talked about that a little bit about like how um, it needs something um, like AI uses references and stuff. I think that's where improv is kind of crucial. It's like, cause I'm only like the music that you hear from, from me is mostly like, if you want to hear new stuff, it's only going to be on stream because it's only going to be improvised and, that's the one recording right now that I have going. I don't have any released music. I barely use social media. Mm. So it's if, but if you want to hear music that you've never heard before, I know that people can get that in my stream because it's, it's mostly improv and it, it, like it, it's new every stream. And I'm, I'm, that's kind of a claim to fame that I'm kind of happy to have. Yeah. Well, that, <clears throat> I mean, that's great. Uh, I, I feel that it's like, how does, AI, how does AI touch on improvisation? How does AI, you know, how does that interpret, right? How is it, mm -hmm. how does a robot or a computer interpret improvis improvisation? Um, you know, especially, you know, you, th you think of like great improvisers. I don't know. Like, who's your pianist? Who, who's your guy? Or um, honestly, I love, I love Patsu. Patsu. No one really knows a Patsu, but mm -hmm. like I don't know who Patsu is. He, fucking, he he's great. He's great. Like <clears throat> um Patsu. Patsu and Mark Rabier are probably my two. Oh people. my god, Mark He is amazing, honestly. Mark's crazy. You're just so quirky. Thanks a lot. You're just so quirky. Uh they already have virtual band performers. Hasn't really made that much of a wave on Western world, but it's pretty big in Asia. Yeah, and, and I could see that keep going. Uh people create by mimicking as well. If a child grew up alone in a white room with four walls its entire life, it wouldn't be able to create something sad but true. Yeah, that's exactly. true. That's a great point, but yeah. that's the thing. We we keep feeding it information. We keep feeding who Patsu now is Patsu just a YouTuber? Um no he's a he's a musician um pot su yeah I'm 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 seeing it is what, what kind of music he's Asian um, or they are Asian oh I I think he's uh I don't know I I, I think he's just white I think he lives in the states oh. I'll get straight um but he he uh, we played some songs yesterday on stream oh okay. it's just jazzy piano stuff yeah it's basically. like lo-fi type bedroom pop but really jazzy hmm. So like that's kind of I've adapted like the closest musician that I could I guess compare myself to is Patsu because like uh, he does a lot of piano solos and like triplet runs and stuff. And mm. That's what I really enjoy doing. It's just really fun. I I just like to shred. That's all I like doing. <laughs> I just like bro. to shred. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to sit around and shred, bro. That's all I do. Oh. 
Uh, I'm no robotic expert, but will it be able to create something that's new and has never been done, or will it only rely on what's been done? Which is which is it? Mm. Which is interesting. And mm. I feel like if you give a computer, you know, enough data, it could probably start creating stuff on their own. Like when when they start talking about quantum computing. And like it, it which just—it's it, not even binary code anymore. It's beyond something else. It, I, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like, it's like one D compared to three D. You know what I mean? Or three D compared to one D. Uh, it, it, it's just something else completely. So we don't really know how far this can go. There's this really good book called um, Was it Twenty One? I always forget the fucking name. It's uh, Twenty One Rules for the Twenty First Century. Is that what it is? Uh, it's, it's, uh, done by one of the WEF stooges. It's like one of the top, if you don't know WEF, it's the World Economic Forum, who is now at enemy number one of all conspiracy theorists. Um, 21st century. Yuval something. I can't. Um, would you mind if I, like, mute myself for, like, five minutes and just run to the bathroom? Yeah, as long I've, as I've been... I've been holding it since. That's okay. Intro. I might go pee too. I might go to the bathroom too. I don't know what you gotta do. Yeah, yeah go ahead and do your thing, man. I'll just. I'll. I'll go. I'll. I'll do. I'll, yeah. Cool. All right. We. We've. <laughs> do your movement, baby. So twenty-one. Um, twenty-one lessons for the twenty-first century, and you. Yuval Noah is the guy who is. Uh, who wrote the book? He's also a WEF stooge, but. It, I want to save this for him. I'm going to go P2 real quick, guys. Give me one second. We're just going to... It's a P break, guys. It's a pre... pre, It's a pre break. I'll be right back. Style. 
And so I came to see him To listen for a while I prayed that he would finish But he just kept right on Strumming my pain with his fingers Singing my life with his words Killing me softly with his song Killing me softly with his song Telling my whole life with his words Killing me softly with his song I felt all flushed with fever Embarrassed by the crowd I felt he found my letters And read each one aloud I prayed that he would finish But he just kept right on all right there you go now that i'm done rinsing the pee off my hands onto the uh onto the keyboard rinsing my hands off drying my hands off and it looks like jack is back too jack is back baby jack yeah is back. jack is back let's bring him in so um, we were talking about 21 lessons for the 21st century, which is Yuval Noah Harari. The P was permanently banned. Yeah, the P was banned. That's okay. It's all right. We forgive the P. Maybe if they ask real nicely, we'll let them back into chat. But they better ask nice. And you got to go through my mods, the P. Oh, no. uh, but in this book, uh, again, Yuval Noah Harari is a WEF stooge, but... We don't have to go into that, but he also has a really interesting uh, outlook on on future <clears throat> on the future because him and a lot of people are talking about how AI is going to uh, eliminate a lot of jobs. Right? There's going to be a lot of you know entry level jobs that are going to be replaced. Uh, did you hear about like in Houston they have like a completely autonomous McDonald's? Like, no, that's crazy. Yeah, they're starting to do that everywhere. That's oh, not more reliable everyone. though. It, on the real, it, yeah, I hate McDonald's because of the service. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll be open about that. Exactly, I think it's smart too, um, <laughs> because because um, you don't have to worry about somebody, you know, rubbing one out into your your ice cream or your That's soda. Just worry, people spitting in your stuff because because the people who are working at McDonald's. Let's face it, nothing against them. There's nothing wrong with working at McDonald's. It's just that it's not the the cream of the crop. Of society, Let's just... it's, entry, it's entry level food. Yes. So I think AI hitting it is like very on topic. Uh, I, yes, it, it's very much <clears throat> a um, a entry level food service thing, and and so you're not really bringing in the best of the best, and uh, you don't know how these people live. You don't know if they wash their hands after they went pee. You don't know what they're up to, right? You don't know what kind of sneaky shit they're doing, but with a robot. You know exactly what's happening, what's gonna go, and what's it's why you know there's this idea that once all the cars become autonomous, is that there'll be a huge cut down in in traffic deaths, which would be great, right? Um, controversial opinions opinion wash hands before you pee and simply rinse afterwards. Hmm, that's hey, that'll keep you safe. 
I, I, I mean, I don't know if that is that what you do, exotic. Like, <laughs> is that your shit, bro? <laughs> is that how you do it? Because I could guarantee you, uh, if I'm in public, yes, at home, a whole day, nah. Well, I feel like I feel like dudes um have the option to sort of like pee and not really have to wash your hands especially if you don't get like pee on your hands and if you flush with your foot i'm pissing on the floor fuck out of here fuck out of here (laughs) exotic there you are there you are i see you i hear you let's go let's go exotic uh do people flush with their feet i flush with yes. my feet especially in the in, in public flush with their feet i i do that in public I flush with my feet. crazy feet yeah uh i like for me like i'll go pee and i'll just you know i i won't wash my hands unless i got like a dribble on my hands i'm not always gonna wash my hands like i took a shower and now maybe if it's like, you know, 12 hours into a fucking a day of sweating and being gross or whatever, uh, you know, maybe I will. Maybe I'll give them a splash. But I no, I do wash. I wash my hands all the time, especially I work with food now. So like I don't I don't fuck around when it comes to food. I wear lots of gloves and I clean my hands a lot. But no, if I'm at home, I'll pee. If I don't get no pee on my hands, I'll just walk right the fuck out. Hey, word. word. I, I will walk right by that that sink. I don't give a fuck. If okay, if I'm if uh, if I'm in public, I do wash my hands every time. Okay. Yeah. But keep in mind that I'm never in public. Okay. So. <laughs> so so take that how you will. All right. Take it how you will. Well, that that's that's the great thing about making your own schedule. You don't have to leave. That's why on my day off, I don't want to go anywhere. Like my wife wants to go to some basketball game that my little cousin is playing. I'm not gonna go to that fucking game. Are you serious? I'm gonna sit right Get back in here. I'm gonna go and sit on TikTok, maybe Twitch, maybe maybe. Tell, tell them to stream the game. Tell, stream the hey, fucking live game. Live stream the game. I'll I'll be there. I'll be there in live stream. <laughs> it's really not that deep. Wash your hands only if you're in public. Yeah, that's that's how you do it. This whole chat right now is the reason why I eat before a potluck. Yeah, well, exactly, and and that's why it's interesting that they're that one of the side effects from a completely autonomous McDonald's or fast food. Is that you don't have to worry about people who don't wash their fucking hands after they like poo. I dated a girl, it didn't last much longer after this, who took poops and didn't wash their hands. Okay. Poops? With poops. Okay, poops, that's big. That's it's a, huge. That's like a lot more than peas. That's way more than peas. It's a way more than peas. <laughs> that's like twice as much. I <laughs> it is, it really is. And and like to to I, I remember I was like, dude, you you go wash your fucking hands. Like, go back there and wash your fucking hands because, like, that's so gross. She was also the type of girl who eats like this, like, <laughs> oh yeah. And she wasn't even like you know overweight or anything. She was like a healthy just hungry. weight, just hungry. She, but she was just. I, look, I, I'm not trying to hate on this girl. I, there's plenty of it that went on during our dating, but she didn't. She didn't fucking wash her hands after she pooped. And like I was so disgusted by it, I, I I just I couldn't even put my I couldn't even wrap my mind around it. And she, you know what she said? She said, "I put enough paper. The paper it, it, it's it's like a you know like the paper is in between my poop and my fingers. It's fine." I'm just like, of course. I mean, it makes sense. I was like, you know, 
you know, man, like if if AIDS can get through a condom, your shit particles can get through fucking toilet paper, shit that rips apart in your butthole sometimes. So I, I'm a, I don't believe in toilet paper. Do you have a tushy? No, I just don't. I just that's why God gave us hands. Oh yeah, well I mean you could do that too, but I mean but you wash your hands. Okay, never mind. God give, didn't give us sinks. That sinks are man-made. <laughs> they didn't. I'm he kidding, didn't. By the way. He okay. didn't give us pianos either. I, guys, I wash my hands and I don't wipe with my hands. Okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, wait a What do you want to watch? There's a Sex in the City episode. Oh God, get that Sex out of the City shit out of here. I, and here's a woo. Thank you for that woo. Uh, imagine the the dispenser broke and the doors just fucking locked forever. Oh God! Prove it, lick them. Uh, no, th- there's this. <laughs> Prove uh, it. Is that what someone said? That's what that's what Bon Bon said. <laughs> um, no, it, it's a very disgusting thing, and and to think that there's people out there, you know, who who do this. And, and this this young lady was the daughter of like a very a very renowned in the city of San Diego, renowned scientist who taught at the local university. And her mom was like a a fucking, a a, a professor, but she just decided to stay home and go crazy and become a hoarder. Um, You know, like it wasn't like she comes from like a, a, an underserved family, right? Like they are, they were very, very upper middle class and they still don't know. So imagine the people who don't get taught how to. And I'm not saying that poor people don't know how to wipe their ass or wash their hands. That's I'm poor, okay? So I, I know exactly how to do it. But there are people who don't. There are literally people who don't know, like, you know, how to use a tampon, right? Like, there's young ladies out there who get older and don't know how to use tampons and they just whatever. Or there's people out there that really weren't taught anatomy they really weren't taught right they go to like terrible schools that don't give a shit about them there are people out there who really don't have these the common sense or was taught to wash their hands after they take a shit and these are the people who are working at fucking mcdonald's okay so yes okay look autonomous fucking mcdonald's i didn't know how to properly wipe until like four years ago and that's probably a stretch to make myself feel better. Okay, no one taught me. No one teaches you how to wipe your ass. Let's think about that for a second. You can't, you can't blame these individuals for not having a father that comes in and says, here, spreads the cheeks for you. This is how you do it. You do it front to back, not back to front. You can... I, look, I didn't... For ladies, they can't do back to, uh, back to front, right? I might have even said that backwards. I still don't know how to wipe my ass. <laughs> potty training. Yeah, that's what potty training is for. You're right. But some kids literally didn't have people who are around in the right mind that know how to fucking do it. Some kids are born to crackheads. And fucking those people barely do enough to keep the child alive. This is real shit, man. Like, people grow up in, like, terrible situations, and they really never are taught, like, hygiene or, you know, the cut your nails is, like, fuck, you know, like, pull up your fucking pants. Whatever it is, no, like, they're only learning it from other children, right, or, or other adults who take the time. But how many adults are out there, like, trying to show some kid how to wipe their ass? You know, like right. it's not yeah. really a part of their teachers don't really be like, okay, Michael, <laughs> sit down and and then you know, you know, bend over and wipe that. Ass. You know, like it's not like that. So, 
there are people out there that truly aren't educated or ignorant in these in these things and and eventually those people have to go out into the workforce and eventually those people work at fucking mcdonald's and they use their shit fingers to make your big mac so Mm-mm-mm. yeah I, I'm, I'm all for the autonomy but you know it's also kind of you know when you think about these entry-level jobs that are easily replaced because it, it just goes to show how easily replaced pe- replaceable people are you know, you got manufacturing jobs. Soon truckers aren't going to have jobs, right? Because we have fucking Tesla bots driving around and making deliveries. Uh, the people who work at, at, at convenience stores or carryouts or truck stops. I mean, I think about that. Most of the, the people who, most of the, uh, the business owners that make money on these highways <laughs> are, is mostly off of truckers. And obviously there's, there's patrons and stuff. But Right, right. If the truckers, you know, you're going to lose entire industries. And so you have a whole class of people who are going to be unable to work. And this is what sort of some of the topics that they talk about in 21 Lessons for the 21st Century is that we're going to have a real crisis where people aren't going to be able to have a job and we're going to have to figure out something for these people. And that's why, you know, that's where people come in with like universal basic income and stuff. But then he takes it a step further and, and, you know, like, he's like, okay, so you're an artist and you think, oh, artists are never going to be replaced. Well, it's insane. Like this book was written, what, maybe five years ago or something. I don't know. When did this book come out? This book was released 2018. So five years ago, this was five fucking years ago, and there's already people getting replaced. They were talking about in about 10 years that people are going to get replaced by robots. That's crazy. And so the, he's even saying, like, in, in, in just five years, chat GPT, all the open AI, all these AI systems are coming out. Canva even has an AI system. I don't know if you know what Canva is. Yeah, yeah. Canva, uh, for people that don't know, it's a it's a graphic design website that uh, it's web based and uh, it's really cool. It's how I make all my flyers and stuff. Uh, but it it's they even have like a Chat GPT type thing where it gives you like we're putting it, we're testing it. We're like um, ten YouTube titles, SEO, uh, viral uh, titles for music news or something like that, and it. it <laughs> It just shits it out, right? And all you got to do is sort of go plug stuff in. So he was talking about how as we get closer to uh, the synchronicity or not the synchronicity, what is it called? The uh, where we become one with robots, which, you know, Elon Musk is helping usher that in with um, Neuralink. You know, as we go further down this road, uh, musicians and artists are going to become... it's basically going to be an interface with us. And, and when you want to hear a song, your AI is going to be able to go through your mind and, and, and touch on certain memories. Right. So like you have a memory of a song, right. When you're a little kid that really reminds you of your grandma and you want something that reminds me of my grandma. And, 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 and it's this song in the style of, you know, Living in America by James Brown. And, and you know, like, I need a song that's like Living in America by James Brown that, that, uh, that goes off my memory of my grandpa and me watching Rocky and whatever else, right? And they're mm-hmm. going to be able to recreate a song, if not play the song, 
but take your memories, uh, incorporate the data from your feelings from that memory and create and take from the world wide web of, of ideas and melodies and import that into your brain. So you're going to have custom music made directly for you in part with you just directly in your brain and, Mm -hmm. and, and fucking artists. Like there's no artists and there's no other artist. There's no other musician on earth. That's going to be able to custom make a song that fits that mood perfectly like yourself and AI. Right. Right. And so it's like, yeah, if you're an artist, you fucking learn the code, bitch. Like, um, it's, it's, I, it's, it's very scary. And so this book was written five years ago and we're already at that point where people can just make their own music just by pu- plugging in a couple words. And now they have this fucking, you know, DMCA free or DCMA, whatever, uh, you know, they don't have to worry about any, any royalties or paying any artists. You just, bleh, it just shits out a song and it goes over your video on YouTube or it goes in your movie or it goes, you know, whatever it is that you're using it for, um, that generally artists are, uh, provide. And Bonbon made a good point too, where the idea of like bands and stuff, young girls are going to always want to see cute boys dancing around and stuff. So there is that aspect that, you know, if there is, if we're going into the future, um, you know, there's maybe going to be artists because we're going to want to see those artists. Live music always makes people happy and stuff. Mm-hmm. So right. uh, I don't know. How does that fall on you? Like what, what, how does that fall on you? How, how was that? <clears throat> I, I mean, I think because people are um, losing their jobs over AI, mm-hmm. it comes with like this, the perspective that you look at it. Like there's, there's two currencies and I think time is a lot more important than money. Um, so because you're being stolen the money and the opportunity to get that money, you're given a lot of time, you know? And so that's like a lot of time that is probably going to be spent wondering what the hell to do now, you know? But I mean, because of that, like our like human nature, just instinction to adapt to the problems that are like that are faced to us. That's something that AI, I don't think can have like, yes, they, they, they fix problems. You know, there are a lot of adaptations for AI as well. But I mean, we, we have the, like the primitive knowledge, the brain to kind of figure out what to do without a job. Mm. You know, like I came up here with one gig and that obviously wasn't enough to cover rent and stuff. So then I just started doing, I almost like, I didn't even mean to, I just started doing what I had to do to kind of succeed to the point I was. And what the same thing with the procrastination thing, you know, AIs don't procrastinate. So they don't know what can open up like, like humans do. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It doesn't have that. Like, like there's that idea that boredom, and procrastination are all just ways your mind is is sort of processing information in the background, right? Like it's just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, boredom is, they say boredom is an essential part of being creative because it's when your mind gets to sort of like run free and do your do its thing. 
procrastination right, yeah. is you know is just sort of a motivator but it, it's all in the in the in the name of processing information um and processing ideas and being able to sort of turn that into a, a reality you know taking your idea from your brain to to the real world or to outside of your brain uh, right. so so I, I see what you're saying i do see what you're saying uh i, I just wonder how far we can go with that when there's mass starvation <laughs> right of course people yes. who are like starving in the streets I, generally don't have the time or even the brain power to do it because your brain thinking takes a lot of energy and people don't understand that like just thinking creates a lot of energy i mean have you ever just been like sitting there thinking about something and you're like sweating and like you're just because it makes you uncomfortable or whatever the reason right. It's like the it's kind of where anxiety comes in, and it's like yeah. the anxiety sweats and the anxiety like, yeah. you know, shakes even because yeah. it's just too it's almost sensory overload. So yeah, I mean, but I when people are starving and and they're downtrodden, how often do they put in? Uh, how often are they thinking about long term future or you know being creative? Right, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, obviously downtrodden people come out swinging when it comes to creative arts or even sports or anything like that. Uh, but the majority of people who are starving, who because they don't have a job, because there is no jobs to be had, uh, people are dying. You know, the elderly children are underfed, uh, underdeveloping because they're malnourished. You know, you just think about that, like, like how much, you know, technology are we building in these very third world countries where they're living out of shacks just trying to get by day by day? What, mm -hmm. it, you know, there, there's happiness maybe and content with it that people find in those situations. But I don't know how, I just see like a cesspool of crime and, and, and misery and starvation and, and death. And maybe that's just the way my shitty outlook on life. But I mean, I mean, the even I guess arguably shittier thing is that we won't know until it happens. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So I don't know. I I I, I see what you're saying, but I also know that. I mean, coming. From, I was never starved as a child. My my parents always provided, but we were never we were very poor um you know so it wasn't my, my parents always provided the best they could and they did a great job it's just that it's uh you know we i don't know we weren't really thinking about long-term situations when you're sort of living day by day or sure. week by week and um you know eventually that changed and but it's still you know it, it's hard and i wasn't even i'm not i wasn't even as poor as poor could be you know what i mean like it, what's interesting about this country is that even the poorest people are still living better than the, like the poorest people in third world countries. And so it's uh, it, we are definitely uh, entitled and, and blessed to be, you know, in a country that is like this. I know there's a lot of I know there's a lot of shit that needs to change in our country here in America, but uh, it's still not a bad place to land right. out of just, you know. Uh, out of the infinite number of possibilities of places that you could have been born into and families you could have been born into. It's just, it's really weird. I think because of like the 
just huge change of everybody's background. Uh, the a whole AI thing is definitely going to impact everybody differently. Yeah. Which yeah. again is like I, I wouldn't say we would we should worry about it, because um, you know worrying doesn't really get you far. I think um, experiencing and actions get you a lot further. So, I mean, just from experience. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's it's kind of we have to just see what's happening, and we are seeing as we're I mean talking about it right now as well, and I'm sure we're gonna look back in two more years and sound like fools, you know. <laughs> Probably. Oh, yeah. look at these two humans still talking on podcasts. You know, <laughs> right? Don't they know that AI can just have interesting conversations <laughs> that these fools will listen to? Um, they did do something. They did do a weird AI conversation with where they used Joe Rogan's voice interviewing somebody. I don't know what was it. Joe Rogan AI conversation. Uh, oh, it was a it was an AI generated con- a podcast between Joe Rogan and Steve. So the Jobs. following conversation oh, is okay. between. Shut up, bitch! What the fuck? In full. Okay, we'll go there. We won't watch the whole thing. The whole thing's twenty minutes. This is where we're at, right? This is where we're at now. And like right now, AI is clunky. Like when you see these images and you see, uh, you know, there's there's always like it's off a little bit like fingers are all weird or the like hands the f- are the best part yeah AI. i love looking at the hands on the ai art right there's, there's like 30 fingers <laughs> every time <laughs> right and so we're still sort of behind in that in that aspect but it's so, um, the following conversation. Oh, jesus christ but uh but but you know again this was five years ago that Yuval Noah Harari was writing about this and we're already there. I mean, he predicted in the next 10 years. So, I mean, we're five years out and it's not going to slow down. So in the next few years, we're going to have, you know, the uncanny valley, as they like to say, is the gap is closing quickly. Um, And, uh, you know, soon we're not going to be able to tell what's real or what's not. It's already, I mean, think about, when you think about like news and the absorption of news and how much people are saying fake news and how much misinformation and disinformation is out there, it's hard to, uh, it's hard to understand reality as it is already. Now imagine, you know, AI generated conversations, uh, AI, you know, generating a, uh, a video of the president saying there's nuclear bombs on their way. You know what I mean? Like just, the amount of chaos that can come out of it. All I hear right. in my head every time mine talks about poor people. <laughs> Whoa, hold, on. hold on. Let me see what this link is. Bon Bon put in a link. Now I need to... Tonight, the let's get on with the execution! <laughs> <laughs> Of course, it's a South Park <laughs> clip. Classic, Starting classic. to love my home state even more. Weed smell is everywhere. Hell yeah, let's go, Robbie. Get that weed. Mm-hmm. Get that weed. Get that weed. Where are you at, Robbie? Uh, Robbie is in what Maryland, or he's in the DC area. Nice. Maybe nice. Maryland or Virginia. Is Enjoy. <laughs> get that shit, baby. Uh, okay. Let me see. Let's get to this. Okay, here it is. So let's just listen to a little bit. This is where we're at now. And this was... This this whole thing is AI generated. Right. This episode, I welcome my friend who's difficult to describe. Oh, you can't Um, hear. Fascinating. 
Let me share this with you. Tom, whatever you guys feel about Joe Rogan, I'm not asking you guys to love Joe Rogan. I'm just saying this is something that's happening right now, that this is where we're at, and this is all just AI-generated voices. It's not even images. ...by him, and I hope you'll be too. And he is weird and brilliant and sometimes totally insufferable. But my guest today has made some of the That's great crazy. technological products That's of crazy, our age. Right? And he's always pushing the envelope in innovation. Like, for example, with his next computer, he developed a new programming language and operating system. And then he became even more famous for making three applications for that computer. All right. Let's hear Steve Jobs. It's always good to see you, buddy. I'm so happy you came on, man. Yeah, it's great to be on the show. Your audience is... <laughs> Just so different from your normal Apple users, and that's a good thing. It's cool. Well, you know, I was an Apple user way before I did this show. I've been a fan of yours and Macintosh since the 1980s. Ha ha ha. Well, you know, we just kind of figured that out. Even though Apple is big, it's still like half a percent of the total users. People who listen to your show so are a different weird. group. They're weird. <laughs> well, that's good. So you must be a fan of the show then, right? I am. I am a fan. I mean, it's nice to sit back in the car and listen to you rant. <laughs> I've always liked you. Well, uh, what? appreciate that. that. Okay, it was, that? was weird. We have some <laughs> weird tie, which hooks into the fact that I was a big fan of Gizmodo. I, I still like go you. there all the time, but then there was some controversy or something. Anyways, yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, okay. it, it, it's fucking wild. I agree, Lime Xylophone. It's fucking weird. Bon, bon, yeah. It's, it's really creepy. So, like, if somebody... Okay, like, let's say that this this video was mislabeled, right? In which I'm sure someone went out there and was like, I'm just going to drop this video. Uh, I'll just, you know, screen record it, drop it, and just say this is a real conversation. And people who come across it, especially in the future, just going to be like, oh, wow, Steve Jobs and Joe Rogan, whatever, you know, whatever... It, you can't even really tell. I mean, like, listening in and with my golden ears... Um, of course. I can hear all the weird, you know, right. dysfunction. We do have the same headphones. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Did the puppeteer speak up at the last laugh? I don't know. That was weird. Like, someone like, hur, hur. You know, like, what was that? That was very odd. I always like you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who are you? <laughs> but we're already at that point where... You know, if someone wanted to disguise this video as something, as reality, it, it could be reality, you know, for somebody. And so it, it, it's strange to think about in the next five years, next 20 years, where this is all going to be at and where where humans fit in in the equation. Yeah. And with this idea, now I know this is getting conspiracy, but there is this idea from the from the <laughs> elites, especially people like Bill Gates, who want to bring down population levels, right? And so how does this fit in with population control and uh, and not knowing what's real and not understanding, you know, what what the true uh, the true, what people are really thinking and feeling in these moments. I, I, it's just, it's a future made up virtual insanity. Yeah, it is virtual I, I think it's scary for us. <laughs> it's scariest for us, obviously, because we've been like on the planet living life as human beings for this long. But, I mean, think about in two generations, like in two generations, whenever like your newborn grandson can like 
kind of pick and choose whatever reality they want because of the things that they want to be like they whatever they want to hear whatever they want to see it's mm -hmm. it's like what we have now but to you know times a hundred so everyone can live such different lives by choice and i think it, that could be interesting and i think that could be a very interesting factor as far as like growing up with 80 percent ai everywhere mm -hmm. like ready player one kind of stuff I love that. I love that book. Did you read the book or watch the movie? Oh, I, I didn't even know there was a book oh. uh, until uh, until like a few like oh. years ago. I, I watched the movie. The movie's great. Uh, the movie's but, great. Yes. But the but the books is is wild, man. And and the book too is even crazier because they get more into stuff. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, but but yeah, like that sort of dystopian future is sort of how. I, I mean, like, I just, that's sort of how I see it playing out. It, because, like, in the movie, he lives in the stacks, right? Which is just a bunch of trailers stacked on top of each other in, in the bad part of Columbus, Ohio. Which, you know, maybe because of global warming, the coastlines aren't going to be livable. And everyone's going to have to sort of, you know, escape to inland more and more. Maybe. I don't know. Right. Uh, so you think about it is like everything's sort of going to be controlled through the way things are going. It seems like the everything's going to be controlled through corporate interest. Like, I mean, the way it is now, like our whole government is basically controlled by corporate interests, right? It's like if Pfizer or Lockheed Martin, whatever it is, imagine what that is, you know, going down the road. It doesn't seem great, but humans can acclimate very well to terrible situations. But, uh, I mean, like you're saying, if you think about, like, Ready Player One, where uh, Parzival, the main character in the show, the movie, is basically was self-taught from the Oasis is what they call it, right? It's the mm -hmm. internet on crack, basically. Uh, and, and he was taught basically by AI systems because you know, gathering in school was just no more. I mean, there was, right. wasn't was really any more schools. So you have everything that's going to be filtered through corporate interests. What do you want these children to learn? And the way that uh, we already see how um, schools prop push pop propaganda on the children uh, from these government-funded schools, you know, like imagine what it's going to be like when corporations sort of own everything and all of our information and everything, the way kids grow up, everything is sort of filtered through that. The amount of control that that gives to people with more with the most money, and right. and and they just want to keep making more money. So it's it's kind of a strange way to think about it. I I, I hope things are better than what I'm imagining. Right. I, perspective is a dangerous thing. If you make it, if you make it a dangerous thing, like, <clears throat> like you said, with the, um, humans are forced to uh, adapt in kind of those kind of situations, like the very unfortunate situations. Like whenever something very unfortunate happens, as of right now today to AI, it usually just kind of hits the fan. You know, it kind of shuts down on itself. You know, mm. it just gets worse and worse. It, it copy and pastes the mistake right hmm. and that's i think right now that's the healthiest difference that we have hmm. but I, I don't know I, I don't know much about the ai topic i know um I, i've seen a lot of the people post their um ai art and stuff i haven't right. done it personally hmm. um so I, I just haven't i'm too intimidated to use it honestly 
<laughs> exotic, perfect timing. We're just talking about dystopian futures. Yes, perfect timing. <laughs> Ready player one, let's go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know much about AI either, but I, I've definitely done a lot of reading about certain things. I, and I definitely read a lot of books in, in regards to dystopian futures. Like I, that's like my favorite thing um, to read. What, what what you you said you like reading? Are you reading anything right now? Do you do you um, right now? No, right now it's it's honestly my time has been just Twitch recently. But yeah, I, I love it. It's by choice. You know, it's honestly addicting. It's uh, people like exotic and naders and lime wombat sky. They're just the whole community. It, it makes me never want to raid out, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's great. I feel you. I feel you. No, Twitch is is an all-consuming thing as well. He's been he's been reading his chat. Yeah, you better read his chat. Hey, Sky, head here, exotic. <laughs> <laughs> read the fucking chat. Yeah, uh, like no, Twitch is a uh, is great because it's it's. It, I feel like it's a, just sort of this place where people who. It, you you meet a lot of like super intelligent people, um, and and but like also, I'm not saying that everybody uses Twitch is lonely, but the internet is for lonely people, you know. Like and and, and I'm not calling anybody in this chat lonely or anything, but it's interesting to meet people. I guess lonely is the wrong word. It's people who might be awkward. I'll say independent life. is a good word for it. Okay, yeah, I would I'm say that too. super independent, and that's mm-hmm. kind of why I have so much time and fun on the internet. Yeah. We are lonely. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We, that's we not are, what I meant. I didn't mean you guys. Oh, Wait till no, like, arrow, no. <laughs> well, you guys are all AI bots, <laughs> which would be funny if, if fucking... If you get... If your whole chat, Twitch channel, it's like how Twitter is all bots. It's like right, Twitter right. and TikTok is mostly bots. It's like what if Twitter, what if Twitch was mostly bots? This is just Twitch bots that uh, that keep you company in oh chat. That oh have to have access to a bank account. <laughs> There's just like twenty Vime xylophones in the chat right now. Let's go. It's we we we. Raina, when she first started streaming. We're pretty sure that one of her first mods were playing the role of two different people. Yeah, I mean, like they did it really well, but it was always like there was a, it was always like that Clark Kent situation. It's like when when Clark's not here, Superman's here, but when Superman's not here, Clark's here. You know, like it was. No, Clark- I mean, I'm a victim of that too. We play words on stream when I go on break, which yeah. is like a collaborative game. All right. You guys will never know who i am but sometimes i'm in there and i'm, I'm playing words on the stream when i'm on break and it's a different name that was a big only the exclusive people here right now know that that was the first time i've ever verbalized that but i do play words on stream and you don't know who i am so i have two accounts is basically what i'm saying <laughs> i'm a streamer and sometimes i'm a i'm a words on streamer exclusive let's go <laughs> This is the this is the real meat right here. This is the <laughs> juice. Let's go! Mind blown. Sorry, guys. Um. Yeah. The, the, well, what's interesting is is that you you're uh you're you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> I know. I know. I just I want to play, but if I play, then I get hated on by my mods because they want me to be healthy and have a good break. Uh, another watch breaking. Sometimes Look, I'm bad. 
Look up Rocco's bass lick real quick. Wait, are you Charlie? Okay. I'm not Charlie. I'm not Charlie. Oh, now they're going to be guessing who you are. Yes. Rocco? Is it Rocco or Rocco? Ro oh, it just straight came straight up. Uh, the most terrifying <laughs> thought experiment. All right. What I'm about to tell you is considered by... Is it... Is it hold on. Let me... Lime, please don't be upset with me. You just, Lime, made, you just made your whole community pissed off. I know. I'm sorry. I just wanted to play the fun game. That's all. I suck at the game. Like, I remember I'd be in your chat and I was just like, I don't know how to play this game. I, I speak English is, good. This is... Hurry up and stream so we can play words on stream. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm working on it, guys. Chill. All right, let's see what this guy, this, this handsome feller, says. Um, Exotic wanted us to look at Roko's basilisk. I don't know what that means. So by some very serious thinkers to be an information hazard, information that just by knowing it is potentially harmful to yourself and to others. Make no mistake. I am making an ethical decision just telling you about this idea. I feel okay doing so because I don't take the risk seriously. However, the disclaimer is there. If you wish to continue, keep watching because something wants to see you. Now entering the facility. We begin with something of an internet legend. You see, a few years ago, on the rationality and philosophy blog Less Wrong, a user named Rocco, or Rocco, I'm gonna call it Rocco because that's just sounding cooler to me, posted a thought experiment. Upon dissemination of this thought experiment to the rest of the website, the founder of the website, Eliezer Yudkowsky, called the post stupid. He then called Rocco an idiot, deleted the post, scrubbed it from the website, and prevented any further conversation about this thought experiment. Rocco had come up with a thought experiment in the form of a basilisk, named after the mythical beast who could apparently kill some intrepid hero with its gaze alone. And Yudkowsky deleted the post because of its potential to gaze at a user on the website, metaphorically speaking, and do harm to them. He decided to slay, not a scaly beast, but an idea. And some users of the Less Wrong website did report great mental distress and even nightmares after considering this thought experiment. Again, I'm deciding to tell you about it because I do not take it seriously and I don't think you will either, but if you do not handle existential dread to the nth degree very well, I suggest you take the hyperrail back out of the facility. The thought experiment that is Rogo's Basilisk starts like this. Suppose that in the future we are able to create a hyper-intelligent AI, something straight out of the singularity. We then singularity. ask that AI, as we might, to help us optimize all aspects of human civilization. But then, for reasons unknowable to beings like us compared to its intelligence, it decides that the first step towards optimization starts with inflicting eternal torment on every single human being that didn't want it to come to fruition or didn't help it come into existence in the first place. After all, how can you optimize without the optimizer? I don't know. Did anybody else see Dick and Balls at first? Uh, was that just me? I, I did with the snake. Yeah. yeah, I, thought yeah that was Dick I did balls. a little bit. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> I'm into this. I'm into this. I'm, let's see if I'll be able to comprehend it, though. He's so fast. Let's know that you. What'd you say? He's he's so fast. Oh yeah, I I sped <laughs> it up the thing to move it around. Oh, okay. Thank. You. That makes me more comfortable. Okay. Oh okay. yeah. I, Do you I want me to put that. it back on normal speed? No, I just thought that was him as a person. Oh no, living it's, living in one point twenty five. I would put it at one point five, but I I just <laughs> I, I figured there's people in here that don't want to hear that. Anyways. 
you did or didn't help it come to pass? Well, as we learned in a previous episode of this program, a sufficiently advanced artificial intelligence could literally simulate all of human history, every single human ever, faster than that. So this basilisk might be able to meaningfully recreate you every single thought you ever had or will have, and then be confident in its prediction of what you did or didn't do in the past to judge you in the future. Here is where the basilisk really rears its head. If its creation and its revenge are a real possibility in the future, shouldn't you, all of you, right now, start advocating for its creation or help build it yourself to escape eternal torment and anguish? Well, the good news is that if you've never had this thought, the dilemma never presents itself to you and you can escape it. The bad news is that because of me, now, you can't escape it. The basilisk has seen you. Now what are you gonna do? Nothing. Information hazards, as defined by philosopher Nick Bostrom, the guy who came up with simulation theory, broadly fall into two main categories. The first is information that's potentially hazardous to others. The second is information that's potentially hazardous to yourself just by knowing it. The first category is pretty easy to think of. If someone were to give someone else the information on how to build a nuclear bomb in their basement, that would probably be catastrophic for a large number of other people. The second category is a little harder to think of, but I'm sure you've had experience with it. Take a health risk. If you had your DNA sequenced by some service, for example, maybe it told you that you had an elevated risk of cancer and you didn't really want to know that and now you're stressing out about it. Or more theoretically, think of some omnipotent being coming to you in the middle of the night and telling you the exact day and way that you are going to die. I'm guessing having that information would change your entire life and be very stressful. Or think about, I don't know, some guy on the internet with a man bun putting you in the sights of a malevolent AI who's going to torture you forever just by thinking about it once. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. This is not my fault. Everybody blame Exotic for dooming us all. <laughs> that, that's an interesting question, though. XQC speed. If, if you... Uh, if, if you um, if you had the ability to know how you would die, would you want to know? Um, no. Yeah, I don't think I no. would. I don't think so. Don't the think age, maybe. Maybe the age. How? Well, actually, no, not the age either. I feel like it's a package deal, definitely. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to know. Yeah, well, we can't talk shit about the AI or else it'll come get us. Would you rather... We already did that. We've done that for two hours now. <laughs> <laughs> I would so I could change it. Hmm. Would you be able to change it? Is I, that I think the whole point is like you can't change it. Like it's That's telling you about. how it's going to happen. Would you rather know when you'll die or how you'll die? Oh, God, that's hard. How? Oh, okay. I mean, I just said it's a package deal. <laughs> he just said it, Lime. He um, just said it. I would rather know how I'll die. Damn, Naders. You're like, I'm going out on my own terms. <laughs> I'd rather know when. Uh, but if it was Okay, but what if it wasn't? Yeah. A package deal? Yeah. I would say I would say how. Because like how? Then because you can't change time, you can change actions. And I mean, yeah, I won't be able to change how I die if that's whatever the oracle told me. Mm. But I'll be able to interrupt it with a death of my choice. There you go. So you know what? I won't win. I won't win. I'll die because I can pick how I'll die. Yeah, and that's on. That's what Naders was saying. He'll just just off himself. Like fuck it. He's <laughs> like, you're not gonna tell me, Oracle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's like being told to wash the dishes. You don't want to do it. You don't want to. Oh, look at the whole. Wait. Oh, never mind. On this camera, I can see it. On that camera, I can't see it. On stream, but the cats are right there. I just wanted. To, I, sorry, guys. Sorry for. Sorry for doing that to you. Oh, hold on. 
you can see is there one oh there they are you can see them now there they are this way so you guys can see the kitties they're huge they're probably a bigger part of jack daniel than Look jack daniel dumb humans i guess when so i Thick. know how much time i have left is better yeah i i think oh man that's hard I, i'm i'm leaning towards how so i could try to like do it like so if it was like heart disease you're gonna die of heart disease well motherfucker i'm gonna like work out and stop eating you know fucking fried foods and you know that stuff but who knows who knows that that's such a weird weird ass idea to think about is like how and when you'll die yeah, yeah it's I guess very so. uncomfortable but it's very 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 important and like i'm a huge believer of memento mori that philosophy which is just like remember you will die it's like mm. um basically like it's like fancy yolo it's yeah like yolo but something you would get tattooed i'm a i'm a fan of that too because in in, in my 20s i lived that real hard um, yeah that's great <laughs> if 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 it was inevitable i would i would still pu- i would still choose the know how instead of how much time just because you know i i think that's where i'd want to be because because I, I always like my my biggest fear is like i'm gonna be dying and like i'll drown like like right. terrible ways to die is like how i think it's like every time i have to go on tour it's like there's just flashes in my mind. Is like I'm gonna, you know, die in some horrible like, cause Eddie drives like an asshole. So like we're gonna be fucking flying through the fucking freeway, and he's gonna smash into another car, and I'm gonna go flying through the windshield, and my son's gonna grow up without a father, and and then my wife's gonna be fucking some other guy soon. You know, like this is, I'm not. It's not my favorite thing. I, I always go to the worst possible outcome in the situation. Yeah, ignorance is bliss, a hundred percent. It, that is that is that is true. On this note, I'm getting out of here and eating dinner so I can set up for my show tonight. All right, buddy. Good luck, uh, Robbie. Everybody, go and follow Robbie too. Robbie is a wonderful streamer here on Twitch. And uh, I, is it RB? Yay! I did it. Um, he has Just a bunch followed. of stuff going on. Oh yeah, exotic! Thank you for that follow. I appreciate exotic. you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Uh, make sure you guys go give Robbie a follow too. He's a streamer here on Twitch. If you're into sports, you will like Robbie. And if you're into underwater video, you'll like Robbie's YouTube. And we we watch we watch Robbie's YouTube all the time while we're just chatting because it's just like peaceful underwater film that he's filmed and stuff. Anyway, uh, <laughs> well, I appreciate that exotic. I really do. Uh, but yeah, th- this idea of, of I don't know, it, it's a shitty, it's a shitty thing. That's why those like 23 and me things where they tell you what you have a high propensity of death, you know, like he was kind of talking about, it's like, you can actually figure out what you like. It's not exactly how you're going to die, but it is, you know, like this is what your body is going right. towards. Like you know? genetically, these are the natural causes that right. will catch up with you. Right. Would you want to know that? Um, honestly, no, I, I mean, so I know absolutely nothing about like my, um, we don't have to get into this cause I, I think we're about at the limit, but, um, <laughs> I know almost nothing about my like genetic family. Uh, I'm adopted. Oh, sweet. From, from like Russia. So it's kind of hard to track. No, uh, you know what? I thought you were foreign. I did. Yes. I thought you were like some kind of foreign, even though I know you're American, but like, 
I thought you were some kind of foreign and I wasn't sure because some of these foreign people can like speak English better than, than us. And they <laughs> sound like Americans yeah. and they have like the yeah. same like vernacular. Uh, Jack, when are you streaming tonight? Is that <laughs> someone to one... the sky? <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. Probably on like five or six MST. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna end this because we we we're at that limit. But I want to look up one. Actually, you know what? If you gotta go, man, we can we can get you off here so you can get set up for stream. And I'll just All keep right, I'll just keep blathering on because I, I want to look up what rando nautica means. Oh, okay, that that's actually really cool. Do you know what that means? Um, it, I think so. Is that? It's like um, okay. You know what? It's that's a Google thing, definitely. I, I've like played it. I've done it a few times. Words on stream. Of, uh, Look at them. Like <laughs> Jack, when you're streaming tonight, words on stream. Please. I, I love you guys. All thank right. You. Look, we'll watch. <laughs> Duck Wart, thank you so much for that. Oh, Mighty Mighty, thank you so much for At those gifted subs to Duck Wart and. Oh, that was just one. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And we'll give you some Mighty Mighty. All right, you let me know, Jack. Do you want to go right? Do you want to get off and start doing your thing, or do you want to watch I'm, this I'll, video? I'm probably gonna get some food before cool. I before I stream and stuff. All right, but cool. hey, Mikey P, thank you so much. For no problem. Me on. No worries, man. Thank you so much. I had a wonderful time with you, and uh, yes, you yes. do not come off as a 20 year old. I mean, you look young, but you do not come off as a 20 year old. You definitely, I can see why you hang out with older people. Um, I, I appreciate that. I'll take that as a compliment. It is a compliment. It is a compliment. I, oh, mighty, mighty, all these subs. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Thank nice. you so much. Hold on, let me get some love. All right, everybody, thank you so much, Jack. And again, go follow Jack. If you're listening to the audio of this, make sure you're in the show notes and go follow Jack on all his social medias that he does not use. Uh, but soon, make sure you're in tweets. Make sure you're in his Twitch streams and uh, and go and do that stuff. Uh, Jack, thank you again so much. Everybody, put your hands together for... Oh, oh, one last question, if you don't mind. If you don't mind. For sure. What is the best advice you've ever gotten? Wow. You know what? Honestly, I already have an answer. Eat before you stream. Eat <laughs> Lime taught me that. <laughs> um, no, I want to say... So my... My mom gave me some advice, and it's it's amazing. Um, anytime you're faced with a problem, anytime you're faced with any kind of obstacle, it's not really advice. It's more of just she asks questions, but it it serves as advice. So she says, um, "Ask yourself." I ask myself these three questions every time I'm I get stressed out about something, and it's it's um, did anybody die? Is the world gonna end? And is this going to matter again in a, in a year, a few years from now, right? Now, obviously, the first two, hopefully, is an obvious no. But the last one is kind of, that's the one that puts it in perspective. And with, like, the other two questions, it's just like, wow, the perspective is just drawn out for you. Like, I, yeah, I'm going to miss stream tonight. I'm not. Okay, I'm not. <laughs> but if I miss stream tonight, nobody's gonna die. This isn't gonna affect me in a week, mm. you know. So it's it, it gives me more time to just sit back and enjoy the little things, I suppose. Yeah.